Blog Talk Radio. Let the wind blow, let the glory come down. Hey. 
through this place like a river tonight, resting. Me and Chris were 
had been talking about like trying to f- set our schedules, and we decided to do this broadcast seven seven days a week for the two hours, which is pretty much the most we could afford on Blog Talk. Um, and then a couple of times we thought about maybe we should just like knock it down to five days a week. But it's funny um, while this song was playing, I was behind my desk because um, I pretty much run my half of the broadcast or um, in my house, actually in my living room where all my children usually play. So, but luckily the broadcast is after the time they all go to bed. Um, but behind my desk, I have this big map on the wall that pretty much shows all the different countries and the different nations and a lot of cities and all the islands. And, you know, there is an island to the southeast of Greenland called Yan Mayan. And then north of Russia, on the top corner, northern right tip, there's another island with a name I possibly could never pronounce. And then if you go down the map, there's the Marshall Islands, which have multiple islands built in. And it's it's interesting when you actually look at a globe or look at a map of the world. And you see all the big land masses where there's millions of people. But then at the same time, you see all the little islands that have inhabitants and people who even there the Father seeks out and searches for. And even there there's people who have needs and need miracles and they need healings and they need provisions and they need a touch from the Father. You know, we talk about um, a lot of times about intercession and why we pray. Number one, because, of course, Jesus himself said that if we would ask anything in his name, he would do it. And he said if we would have the faith just the size of a mustard seed, we could say to a mountain to be cast into the sea, and it would be. Heal the sick, cleanse the lepers, cast out demons, raise the dead. And you know, that's what the Father has been actually doing since the beginning, is raising the dead. I know for some people, the thought of raising the dead may seem like a weird thought. Um, some people aren't familiar with the concept of raising the dead outside of the fact that Jesus did it and Elijah in the Old Testament. I believe it was Elijah. Um, but even now in today's times, there's still people who raise the dead um, in various different ministries, usually in remote tribes. Um but, you know, the Father himself has been raising the dead, if you think about it. He did it with us when the Bible declares that we were dead in our trespasses and sins. And he made us alive together in Christ Jesus. And he raised us up and took our feet out of a pit and set up us upon a rock. 
and in our own our own lives where we individually were once dead to the Father, the Lord breathed new life and resurrected us and brought us back to life from the dead and across this nation and across this globe. The Father is still raising the dead from the largest continent like Russia all the way to the smallest island like Bermuda. The Father, through the Holy Spirit, is reaching out, calling individually the names of those who would accept him and calling out to anybody who would accept him. You know, the Bible declares that whoever calls upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Every single one. And you know, there's a great, great many people on this earth. I'm surprised just being in traffic how many hundreds of people it seems are on the road when I'm driving, trying to get to work every day. But now that I think about it, you know, millions and millions and millions and millions and millions of people on this earth who majority of them don't have a relationship with the Lord. You know, it's something we take for granted. We really do. Um, We go about our daily lives and we take for granted that we have the knowledge of the Father and we have this relationship with Him and that we understand and have the revelation that Jesus Christ is the Messiah, the Son of the living God. And yet a majority of this world have never heard of him for whatever reason, whether it's something their parents never taught or something they just never knew. But there's never been someone to walk up to these people, whether it's in person or on TV or on the radio, to tell them that Jesus Christ is Lord and that Jesus Christ died for their sins. And that's a horrible, horrible thing. Um, You know, someone once said, and I don't honestly remember who it was at the moment or the quote. I have it written down somewhere, but there was an evangelist missionary who once said that it's unexcusable for a Christian to hear the gospel twice when there's so many people in the world who've never heard it once. Father, God, we come to you and we give you this broadcast, Lord. Father, every minute, every word, every action, Father, every thought, Lord, we submit it unto you and we commit our lives to you right now, Father. We commit this broadcast to you, Holy Spirit, and we ask that you would have your way in this broadcast. Father, that you, through your grace and through your mercy, through your Holy Spirit, that you would reach out to people in every single nation on the face of this planet, Father, from one corner of the globe to the next, Father, that you would show yourself strong, Father, that you would show yourself mighty, Father, that you would redeem and deliver, you would sanctify, Father. Father, look, the word declares redeem in the time because the days are evil, Father, that even now, Father, when the harvest is ripe, Father, that you would stretch out your hand, Father, call forth harvesters, Lord, call forth workers into your field, Father, call forth men and women of God and anoint them with the power of your Holy Spirit to proclaim your word to the nations, Father. Holy Spirit, please have your way tonight. Have your way and 
not only my life and Chris's life, Lord, but have your way and every single person who's listening, Father, the people in the chat room, Father, Lord, the people who are listening through the website, Father, and however it is that our voices are going out, Lord, in whatever nation they're in, whatever time zone, Father, Give them a spirit of wisdom and revelation and the knowledge of you, Father. Let the eyes of their understanding be flooded with light, that they would understand what is the hope of your calling, Father. Give us revelation, Father, into your presence. Give us revelation into the power of your name. Give us revelation into the power of your blood. Give us revelation into your presence, Father, into your character, Father. Lord, your word declares that we are being transformed from glory to glory into your image. Father, your word declares, says what manner of love the Father has bestowed upon us that we should be called children of God. So, Father, we cast aside everything in our lives right now, Father, every worry, every care, every concern, Father. Lord, and we boldly come to your throne of grace. Father, seeking to worship you. Seeking to know you, Father. Seeking to see you and know you face to face, Father. Father, that we would know you as you have known us, Father. Lord, let us be established in your word, Father. Let your word become alive tonight in our hearts, Lord. Let your word become alive in our hearts and in our minds, Father. Our call-in number tonight is 619-638-8458. If you need prayer for absolutely anything whatsoever, give us a call. If we have a chat room open and some amazing men and women of God who are in there, um, at the same time, if you can't make it to a telephone and you need prayer, you can always e- email us at prayerinternational at gmail.com, and we'll try to get to your um, prayer requests as soon as possible. Um, usually within an hour, I have most of the, um, well, we try. I, I don't want to say within an hour because we try and we sometimes can't, but as soon as possible we will um, because we're here to stand with you and believe with you. And this isn't just about us and having a ministry. It's really not. It's about uh, believers um, from every corner of the globe who come together as and do what the body was supposed to do, which is to stand in the gap on behalf of the nations and to stand before God and speak the word of truth and declare good things over the nations, Father. Lord, let us stand in your presence tonight, Father. Father, we come as your word declares that you said of two or more there, two more of us, two or more of us are gathered in your name that you're there in the midst. Father, be glorified tonight. Be glorified, Father. Stretch forth your hand and touch the nations, Father. Touch the nations, touch the nations, touch the nations, Father. Your word declares that you are going forth throughout the whole world seeking in whom you may show yourself strong, Lord. And you said that you were looking for a man 
Father. And so we are standing saying, use us, Father. In any way that you see fit, Father, use us. Use our lives. Use our families. Father, let us be, like the word declares, lights set upon a hill, Father, that can't be hidden, Father. Father, your word declares that we carry about an aroma of the Lord Jesus Christ into this earth. Father, your word declares that you have not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind, Father. So, Lord, we ask that with all boldness, Father, you would strengthen your children, Father. Jesus, that you would strengthen your bride, Father, and give them a spirit of boldness, Father, that they can proclaim your name to the nations, Father. That they would not fear or be afraid, for your word declares that you are with us wherever we go. And your word declares that every place that the soles of our feet shall tread shall be ours, Father. Lord, your word declares that we are more than conquerors through your Son, Jesus Christ, and that we are fully persuaded that neither death nor life nor angels nor principalities, anything shall be able to separate us from the love of your Son who declared that he knows those who are his, and the enemy cannot snatch them away, Father. So we stand in grace, Father. We stand... Father, by your grace, by your mercy, Lord. And as Moses asked upon the mountain, Father, Lord, if we have found grace in your sight, show us your way that we can know you. Father, show us your way that we can know you. If anybody out there who's listening... um, You know, the Bible says that If we lay hands on the sick, they shall recover. And it says, the effectual fervent prayer of the righteous man availeth much. And we already know that every one of us are righteous, not by our own works, but by the blood of the cross of Jesus Christ. And that we have become righteous through what he has done. And so the effectual fervent prayer of the righteous man would mean pretty much all of us. And so if you have anything that you need prayer for if you need healing in your body. If you know someone else that needs healing in your body, then I want you to take one of your hands and put it on whatever part of your body that's sick. If there's someone else in the room with you, just go over there lay your hands on them. And if they ask what you're doing, just tell them that you're believing God. And so we're going to pray, and we're going to declare the word of God. Thank you, Jesus, for your blood that was shed for our sins. Jesus, thank you that your word declares that by your stripes we are healed. And your word declares that if we ask anything in your name, you would do it. So, Father, right now, we come before you. Father, and we ask for complete and total healing over every body part. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, Father. Father, from the top of their heads to the soles of their feet, Jesus. 
right now, Hilden. Completely, totally, fully. Father, heal every organ. Father, heal every muscle, heal every bone, every fracture, every tear. Every organ in the name of Jesus Christ healed right now, restored completely and totally. Every liver, every stomach right now in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Every pancreas right now in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Every kidney healed right now in the name of Jesus. Every brain tumor gone right now in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. We speak against you and command that you must go right now in the name of Jesus. Father, every knee that needs to be healed, Lord, I pray that you would restore it completely. Father, according to your word, Father, we thank you that we know that you hear us. And Father, we thank you that we can have faith and stand upon your word. Jesus, we ask that you be glorified tonight in our presence. For it is not by anything we do, but it's through your Holy Spirit. Not by might nor by power, but by your Spirit, says the Lord. Holy Spirit, if there's anybody who's listening right now, Father, who doesn't know you, Holy Spirit, I ask that you would fill them completely and totally. Right now, overflowing, fill them with your presence. Let your presence consume their lives, Father. Father, I pray that you would give us a new outlook on our lives, Father, on the people around us, on our relationships, Father, on our acquaintances, on our friends, on our neighbors, Father, that you would take our minds, Father, and transform them into your mind, Father, so we can have the mind of Christ. Father, right now that you would give us your perspective on the people around us, Father, that you would give us discernment, Father, on what's really going on, Father, for your word declares that we battle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities and powers and rulers of the darkness of this age and against spiritual hosts of wickedness in the heavenly places, Father. So, Lord, we choose this day that we will not, we will not stand based on what we feel or what we see. Father, we will not be, remo- be moved by what we hear. Father, but we will only be moved by what we believe, and we choose to believe in your word, Father, and we choose to believe that you are a God who cannot lie, Father, and we choose to believe you, Jesus, when you said that you have come that we may have life and have it more abundantly. Father, we choose to believe your word that declares that you know the thoughts that you think for us, thoughts of good and not of evil, to give us a future and a hope. Father, Thank you for so much. Holy Spirit, thank you. Thank you, Holy Spirit. So this is for International Radio. Our call-in number, 619-638-8458. And we will be back in just a minute. We're here, God, because your promise has been fulfilled in us. We're here, God, because when we seek you, 
we find you. God, when we ask, we receive. When we knock on the door, you answer it. Your word is alive. Your word is alive today. It is truth. It is everything. Welcome back to Prayer International Radio. 
Our call-in number tonight is 619-638-8458. If you need prayer for something, give us a call. We have a chat room open. Um, so I'm watching the chat room and then while the song's playing, and um, someone mentioned that tonight's uh, Beltane. Sort of interesting. Um but the enemy still deceives people, and we don't realize it how easy it is for people to be deceived, and that the their eyes have been darkened by the gods of this world. There is only one God. There's fake gods and gods that people make up that that aren't even real. But in the long run, and when it comes down to it, there's only one Jesus. There's only one God, and his name is Jesus Christ. He's the Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the end, the first and the last. All things were created through him and for him. In him all things exist and consist. Father, tonight, Lord, we acknowledge you as the one true God, Father, as the only God. Father, and tonight, we ask, Lord, that you would send out your ministering angels, Father, to war against the host of wickedness in heavenly places, Father. Lord, that tonight you would be glorified. Father, that tonight you would touch the hearts and lives of those people who don't know you, Father. Father, those that have been deceived by the enemy, Father. Father, right now in the name of Jesus Christ, Father, we ask, Lord, that even now, Father, you would start speaking to their hearts, Lord. You would start pulling and tugging at their hearts, God. Father, reveal yourself to them, Jesus. Reveal yourself to them. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Father, we ask that the plans of the wicked would come to nothing tonight, Father. Your word declares that a man will plan his ways, but the Lord directs his steps, Father. So, Lord, we pray for divine intervention tonight, Father, by your Holy Spirit. Father, that what a night that the enemy had planned for bad, Father, that you would cause to be a day of rejoicing and salvation, Father. Lord, that even tonight, Father, that you would draw many to you. Father, give them revelation, Jesus, of who you are. Thank you, Jesus. You know, um, at one time in my life, and I may have mentioned this before, I um, I have a twin brother, and um, my twin brother, um, actually a long time ago, um, which he's not anymore because 
we after years and years and years of praying. But my brother was a high priest in a couple different forms of um, what people call magic, not the fake stuff you hear about on TV and the stuff they write movies about, but the real stuff, the um, polit- the stuff that gets pretty high up there into the political arenas. Um, when you actually start dealing with this virtual host of of wickedness in heavenly places. And I even, for a period of time, was involved in some of this. So I can tell you that it's real, and I can tell you that it's very easy to be deceived. But at the same time, I know from the Word and I know from experience that there is not any place you can go outside of His presence. You can't go far enough away that his presence will not be there. And so wherever people are from one corner of this earth to another, his presence is still there. And he is still Lord. You know, the Bible declares that when God exalted, when God raised Jesus Christ from the dead and exalted him, he set him at his right hand. And it says that he gave him the name that is above every name. That at the name of Jesus, every knee should bow. And every tongue should confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. Every knee should bow. That means every person, every spirit, everybody. Bows to the name of Jesus. The name that is above all names. the name of Jesus. It's all about Jesus. Thank you, Father. Father, Lord, right now in the name of Jesus Christ, we rebuke every demonic spirit, Father, that is operating right now from one corner of the globe to the other, Father. Right now we rebuke you in the name of Jesus Christ and command you to cease all activity right now in the name of Jesus. We speak and say the blood of Jesus is against you, Father. We declare the blood of Jesus over every person right now in the name of of your Son, Jesus Christ, Father, and ask that right now that you would be exalted and glorified. Thank you, Jesus. You know, it's funny. Um, a lot of people have different ways they do ministry. Um, and different, I don't know if you want to call them styles, flavors, whatever. Um, but something I found interesting, and I think me and Chris talked about this once. You know, um, some people out there think that when, because people still get demon possessed, it's true. The Bible declares it, and it's true. Um, and there's still, you know, the Bible says that some people have unwill, un, unwittingly entertained angels without even realizing that you can walk down the street, see some, a homeless person on the side of the road, give them some money, pray for them, walk away, and turned out that it was actually an angel. Or you can walk through a grocery store and see someone who tells you that your car's on fire or whatever. I mean, 
and just have angels interact in your life without ever realizing it. Well, you know, the Bible declares that the enemy can transform himself as, as I forget what the what's the exact phrase, as an angel of light, um, to deceive the, the nations. Um, I don't know where I was going. All of a sudden, I have no idea where I was going with that. I got distracted. So give me a second. I'll try to remember, get my train of thought back. All right, well, it's gone, so obviously it wasn't that important. So Holy Spirit. <laughs> oh, that's what it was. Thank you. Um, all right, so here's the thing. Um, we know that there's demonic presences in this earth still. And so we walk up and we declare that Jesus Christ is Lord, tell them to get away, and then they have to. Because everybody has to obey the name of Jesus. Everybody, every knee will bow at the name of Jesus. But, you know, some people think that when there's someone who is possessed or oppressed or whatever with a demon or spirit, that you have to go through these long rituals to get them out, try to get them to name themselves, converse with them, have conversations with them, and and all this other stuff. But, you know, if you study the life of Jesus, and I don't mean to offend anybody by what I'm about to say if I do, but if you study the life of Jesus, he never sat around and had great long conversations with demons, ever. Ever. He just flat out said, go. I think one time he asked... Um, a demon, what his name was, and he said, we are Legion, our name is Legion because we're many, and, you know, he didn't stop there and be like, okay, well, all you tell me your names individually, he just said go, and he commanded them to go, and actually most demons, because of the presence of God and because it was Jesus, they didn't wait for him to say anything, they immediately just ran up and said, okay, we we give up, um, you they knew they had to bow, and so they started like pro- proclaiming. Even the demons in hell proclaiming that Jesus Christ is the Son of God. You know, the disciples are standing around with, and not all of them are completely believing that Jesus, who's who he declares he is, um, and all the demons are proclaiming that Jesus Christ is Lord, because they don't even have a choice. And so people who are demon-possessed are running up to Jesus saying, um, what, what have we to do with you, Jesus Christ, Son of God? Because they know. Even though we don't know, they know. But, you know, Jesus didn't, when Jesus prayed, you know, he, he declared that when you pray, you don't have to have many words like Pharisees that, that the Pharisees did back then when they would use many words because they thought if they said these great, long, huge prayers, um, it sounded better or it was more powerful. But you know what? In, in reality, I mean... Jesus said in Matthew, he said, the Father knows the things you need before you even ask them. And so we don't have to make long prayers in, or anything else. We can literally just say the prayer as it is, say what we need, give it unto the Lord, and realize that it's that all our job is is to pray and ask him and intercede, and then let him do everything else. And, you know, we have to pray specifically. But sometimes... Specifically isn't too specifically, if that makes any sense. I mean, specifically we need to ask, Father, I need this, um, and we need to tell him our needs. But when it comes to demonic presences and everything else, we don't need to get in. I don't think we have to get in way too much detail as far as, because, you know, God already knows what's going on. 
I mean, there's nothing that we find out about or hear about or read about or study up on that he didn't know from the beginning before we were ever formed, um, before the beginning of creation. And so we can just come in agreement and declare for his will to be done and declare his blood over the lives of people who are affected. And instead of just going through a long ordeal, just say, get out in the name of Jesus to whatever it is that's going on, whatever spirit it is, and just tell it to get out. Apply the blood of Jesus. Thank God for the blood over their lives. And just command the demons to leave. Whoever they are, whatever they are, whatever whatever reason they feel like being there, in the name of Jesus, command them to go. Because that's what Jesus did. He didn't waste a lot of time. You know, it reminds me of the story I heard from Smith Wigglesworth. Smith Wigglesworth was a preacher from, I think it was England. And, you know... One time he was, someone called him because there was a kid who was demon-possessed. And, you know, it happened a lot in the Bible. If you read the Bible in the New Testament, people were always demon-possessed, and there's always demons that were affecting people. Nowadays, we just, like, people who start acting like that, we just lock them in insane asylums and forget about them. So I think maybe what we should really do, and I know some people are really sick, but I don't necessarily believe that every single person who's been put in an insane asylum is sick. I think sometimes they just need someone to walk up to them and command that every spirit that's tormenting them to leave and actually declare the opening of prisons to those who are bound. Um, but that being said, so Smith Wigglesworth is walks into this house, walks up to the kid who's demon-possessed and said, in the name of Jesus Christ, I command you to go. And then he turned around and started walking out the door. And the demon, this, this person who was affected by the demon kept following him up to the door. And he said, blah, blah, and just like saying stuff. And all of a sudden, and Smith Wigglesworth just ignored him, got to the door, turned around, and he said, I said, go. And the demon left. And Smith Wigglesworth just turned around and kept walking out the door. And it wasn't that he had some amazing, amazing anointing, but he did, which is the Holy Spirit. But, you know, the Bible declares that we have the same Holy Spirit that raised Christ Jesus from the dead dwelling in us. And we have all the authority of Jesus Christ because we are his ambassadors in this world. And the same acts that the disciples did, we can do. The same acts that Jesus did, we can do. I don't know about the walking on water one, and I don't really necessarily think we should try necessarily try that one, but you get my point. Um, we need to stand up, and if we're going to believe what the Bible declares, and we're going to believe the word that Jesus spoke over us, we need to actually act like it. And we need to be have the boldness to speak with authority and not be timid and shy. Because, you know, we are in a battle, and we are in a war, and... You know, there are people. You're going to walk through the through the grocery store tomorrow, and there's going to be someone with a broken leg. And why not walk up and pray for him? Because you know, the Bible says, "Lay hands on the sick, and they shall recover." So if you see someone sick in the shopping in the in the um, shopping center, walk up. Maybe their finger's broken. It doesn't really matter. I mean, it probably bothers them and it hurts them. So, I mean, and you have the revelation of the Word of God, and you have the Word of God. And so you can walk up to that person, grab their hand, probably want to ask them first, and lay hands on them like the Bible declares, lay hands on the sick and they shall recover, and pray for them. And let God be God, and let God do 
what he said he would do, which is confirm his word with signs and wonders. And if there's people who are affected by whatever it is, pray for them. Command the spirits to go. And let God be God and let him fulfill his word. Anyway, that's my two cents for tonight. Um, this is for International Radio. Our call-in number is 619-638-8458. And we will be back in just a few minutes with Christopher Herzog.
Praise God, and we're back. This is Prayer International Radio. My name is Chris Herzog, and I'm picking up the last hour of the broadcast, or the second half of the broadcast, I guess, however you want to look at it. We've got two hours, and this is the second half, so it's the second hour or whatever. Anyways, uh, it's about 11.02 Central Time. We're broadcasting out of Dallas, Texas, and we were just so thankful to have Sean Holmberg Rocking and rolling in the studio, just sharing his heart and praying down fire from heaven and just declaring the truth of the Word of God. You know, it's good to have a brother in the Lord that will declare truth. And like I said last night, this guy, he lives it. He doesn't just talk about it. But uh, his life really exemplifies Christ in a lot of ways, and it's it's amazing that... uh, you know, just to have a, a ministry partner, and uh, you know, my wife and I are very thankful for the Holmbergs. And you know, he doesn't pay me to say this. I just, you know, the Bible says, "Give honor to to where honors due." And so we just want to bless him and say thanks be to God yeah, that He uh, put it in His heart to do this ministry with me, and it's a blessing. Well, God is good, and so give honor to where honor is due. We want to give all the honor and the glory and the praise to Jesus Christ, and we want to just declare that apart Him, we can do nothing. It's not our deal. It's not our radio show. It's His. We committed it and submitted it unto Him. We've asked Him to lead and guide and fill us by the power of the Holy Spirit to give us the wisdom and the guidance. We don't know the first thing about doing radio. But we know the first thing is to put the first thing and make the first thing the first thing. And that's Jesus. And we put him first because he is above every other name. He says he is the first and the last, the beginning and the end, the Alpha, the Omega. And when you honor him and make him the first fruits of your life, you will see dramatic change and blessing. And you will see the goodness of God come into your life. Praise God. Listen, if you want to call in, we're at 619-638-8458. We've got an email going, prayerinternational at gmail, G as in giraffe, gmail.com, and we will possibly be changing that or getting another email address at some point, but right now that's what we have. And uh, we also have a website up. Check it out. We've got some daily devotionals for your... Uh, spiritual growth, and we will be updating some video stuff. And I know uh, I told a few of you guys, if you guys want me to send out some video email, send your uh, email address, and we will get that going. Uh, we've had a, a lot of stuff going the last few days of conferences and stuff, but we're going to be back in the flow of things tonight and tomorrow. So send your e- email address. And we will get some uh, prayers out or video emails out and just, you know, pray for you guys. If you've got some terminal needs or health needs, you've got family salvations, or you've got people in other countries that you want us to pray for and really just see God do a work. Uh, I know we've seen God touch people 
through the emails we sent to Singapore and to India and different places, God has really touched some people. And, uh, you know, so anyways, look, we're not here to tell you all about that stuff. We're here to tell you about Jesus. So praise God. Listen, we're giving all the glory and the honor and praise to Jesus. Last night I got into a teaching on the Lord's Prayer a little bit, the model prayer that Jesus taught. Uh, some call it the Our Father if you were raised Catholic or uh, some type of Orthodox uh Denomination, you probably call it the Our Father Prayer. If you were raised uh, evangelical, Baptist, or Assembly of God, something like that, Methodist, you might call it the uh, Lord's Prayer. Some people refer to it as the Model Prayer. But nevertheless, it's the prayer that Jesus, our Lord and Savior, our King, told us to pray. And so we're going to get into that tonight. And right now we're going to get into a little bit of worship and just want to bless you guys. Uh, just want to thank you for just getting in and getting on and just uh, seeing what God's doing. I just want to bless Brother Joe. I don't know if he's still in there or not. I don't see him. Uh, but wanted to bless Brother Joe. Listen, we're praying for Brother Joe and his ministry uh, all in his service. And, you know, he's got a blog talk radio. You guys should check out Brother Joe and see what's going on there. And just be praying for him, praying for his pastor and, and different things going on there. He testified about his pastor uh, earlier in the chat room. And so praise God. And so check that out. And, all right, glory to God. Look, we're going to go ahead and go into a time of worship. Just pray for you guys, and uh, let's open this thing up. Father, in the name of Jesus, we just give you praise. We give you glory. We give you honor, Lord. We thank you for everything that you're doing. We thank you that you're moving in our lives. You're moving in the hearts of your people. You're moving in the earth, and you're pouring out your spirit, covering the earth like the waters cover the sea. Father, we pray your will be done tonight. Your kingdom come, that you would touch Everybody listening, move by the power of your Holy Spirit. Touch them in their minds and their hearts and their bodies. Lift them up. Let them be encouraged and strengthened and established in the faith tonight. And teach them how to be overcomers and conquerors with you. Teach them how to be mature. I pray, Father, you would speak through me tonight, Lord, and just speak through the people in the chat room as they minister. Pray one to another. And we just give you all the glory and honor and praise, Lord, for what you're doing, the way you're touching people's lives and changing them and, and drawing them closer to you, touching them in their bodies, changing their, their kids and their spouses and their parents. And You're just transforming lives, Father, and we're just grateful for it. We're, we're thankful, and we want to have an attitude of gratitude. So thank you, Lord. We just give you praise.
Sitting at your feet Is where I wanna be I'm home when I am here with you Ruined by your grace And never by your gaze I can't resist the tenderness of you
Praise God, we're back, and this is Prayer International Radio. My name is Chris Herzog, and just picking up the rest of the broadcast. If you want to call in, we're at 619-638-8458. Prayerinternational at gmail.com is our email address. And you can always check out our website at www.prayerinternational.org. 
And as I mentioned earlier, I wanted to get into some teaching a little bit on the Lord's Prayer and just different directives uh, in the Word of God. So, let's do that. Alright, so Matthew chapter 7. Chapter 7. Let me do this. I want to pray for you guys because I know it's going to get late. And sometimes we'll fall off or drop off later in the hour. While we've got three or four of us in the chat room, we've got a few people listening. I want to go ahead and pray before we get into the teaching. So you guys stick with me for a minute. But we're going to get into uh, the Lord's Prayer, Matthew chapter 7. Now, some of you may think this is kind of old hat or whatever, maybe you've been taught this, and maybe you haven't, I don't know, but we're going to put a little different twist on it tonight. Alright, so we're going to go Matthew 7, 7, and then we're going to back up to Matthew 6, uh, 6, 5, so it kind of bookmarks those. Let me pray for you guys. Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord, I just give you praise, I give you glory, and I give you honor. And Father, I thank you, Lord, for what you're doing in the lives of everybody tonight, Lord. And I want to lift up those that are in the chat room, Father. As we come together, Lord, they've been faithful to pray for us and for the ministry and join us in prayer, praying for those that have needs. And we know that they have needs themselves. And so, Father, right now you said for us to pray and continue Confess our faults one to another and pray for each other that we would be healed. But rather than just faults, we want to confess burdens, circumstances, trials, everything that we're going through, uh, infirmities, whatever the case is. It's different battles, Father. So, right now, Father, we just lift up, Lord God, our blog talk radio family, those that are in our chat room tonight. Father, we lift up the home birds. Father, we lift up our brother down under right now. Thank you, Father. I ask that you be with him in health. Strengthen him, strengthen him in his body. Help him to have great sleep. Father, we pray for his family that they turn to the knowledge of the truth and come to the knowledge of Jesus Christ. And we just join in agreement. Pray that he would be blessed. We pray for our guests. I know we have a couple guests in the chat room. We just pray for them right now that you would just let your will be done and your kingdom come in their lives that you reveal yourself in truth. And you bless them by the power of your Holy Spirit. Father, we pray for Amari. We just bless her tonight, wherever she's at. Pray that you would just touch her in her life. Lord, you know what she's going through. You know what she needs. Give her peace in this season. Deliver her and protect her. Protect her family, her sister. Everybody. In her life, Father, we just pray, Lord God, that you would work in their lives in a mighty way. And we just give you praise in Jesus' name, Lord. And, Father, we ask for Sister Cheryl, J.C. Overcomer Ministries. Father, bless her. Thank you for Sister Cheryl. We thank you for what you're doing in her life. Bless her in her body. Bless her in her mind. Bless her in her ministry. And, and when she puts her hand to you, let it prosper. Father, we just ask in the mighty name of Jesus that you would do a mighty work through and in our life, use her testimony of healing, 
to touch the lives of many, use her word of truth, the testimony of healing, touch people. Uh, praise God. And we just thank her. Uh, the Germans are here, whoever that is, and the other guests that are coming in. We just bless them right now in the name of Jesus. Uh, we just bless you right now in the name of the Lord. I just pray that you would touch them. In the mighty name of Jesus, your will be done, your kingdom come, Father. Reveal yourself to them. Praise God. Just bless their families. Bless every guest on the show tonight, Father. We just thank you for what you're doing. Praise the Lord Jesus God. Well, here we go. So let's get into the Lord's Prayer. I'm just going to put a little spin on it. Uh, first, let's go Matthew 7, 7. It says, ask and it shall be given. Seek and you shall find. Knock and it shall be opened unto you. For everyone that asks you, Jesus, everyone that seeks finds, and to him that knocks, it shall be opened. What man is there of you whom a son asks bread, will he give him a stone? Or if you ask for a fish, will you give him a serpent? Or if you think evil, in other words, if men who are evil in their hearts can give good gifts to their children, Oh, praise God. It's you being evil. Now have to give good gifts to your children. How much more should your father, which is in heaven, give good things to them that ask? So listen. God says to ask, to seek, to not reach out. And he will reveal himself to you. He says, call upon the Lord while he is here. Draw near to God while he may be found or left. You draw near to God, it's going to draw near to you. All right, so let's get into the Word. Look, Matthew 7, 11, continue in prayer. Power belongs to God. But you know what? All that power can belong to us if we ask. Jesus said, all power is given to me in heaven and earth. But he gives it to us. The same spirit that raised Jesus Christ from the dead. He said, and nothing by any means shall hurt you. But Jesus gives us power through his blood. See, God reaches out his hands all the time. And he, he tells us, ask and it shall be given. Seek and we shall find out and it shall be open. He tells us. See, most Christians walk in poverty, natural poverty, spiritual poverty. Most Christians walk powerless and get defeated. And it's very sad because that's not our inheritance. Our inheritance is power belongs unto the Lord. The Lord walk with the high praises of God and the two of the sword in our mouth. Or high praises of God in our mouth and the two of the sword in our hands. Sorry.
So we just give you praise. We give you praise, Father, that you are a good shepherd. We thank you that you feed away the wolves in our lives. I know I'm trailing off here sometimes, but I just got to go with the Holy Ghost. Let's, let's just put it on pause on the teaching from it. Father, in the name of Jesus, we just pray for the Germans are here. We pray for these cyber attackers. And we pray, Lord God, that you would stop the plans of the enemy, that you'd move in a mighty way to touch these people in the Lord Jesus Christ. And we plead the blood of the Lamb. We pray over everybody in the chat room that they'd be covered. We pray right now over these people that have intent in their heart to do wrong, that they be turned in the name of Jesus. They be turned in the name of Jesus. They come to know the spirit and truth. Spirit and truth. The Father seeks such to worship him. And they that worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. That's what we're talking about. So let's pick it back up. So if you being evil know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more should your Heavenly Father give good gifts to them that ask? You see, all you have to do is ask, but most Christians are poverty-stricken and powerless. Why? I say it's because you don't pray. I say it's because you don't connect with God and you don't find out what He wants for your life. Any time I had powerlessness in my life, and when I took it back to the source, it was something that God was asking me to do I wasn't doing, or something that God was asking me not to do that I was doing. Disobedience. Any time I had poverty in my life and I didn't see the hand of provision of God in my life, guess what? I wasn't connecting, communicating, seeking God for daily bread, asking him to show me where the manna was. To show me where the ravens were. See, if you ask, then you shall find. The problem is we don't always ask God. We might pray about something, but we don't ask. And then we don't listen for the answers. And if you're going to overcome and you're going to have real life, the Bible says, We live by everywhere that proceeds out of the mouth of God. So this says, ask and seek and not. God's ready to give. God's ready to give. God's ready to give. The reason you're not getting is because you're not praying. You're not seeking and asking and knocking. Neglected prayer. You have not because you ask not. God has provided power for every child of God. Listen. Jesus said the same spirit that raised Christ from the dead dwells in you. All power is given to you from Jesus, and the evil one cannot touch you. He can't harm you. Nothing by any means shall harm you. Those are the words of Jesus. He has proclaimed it over and over again in a variety of ways in his word. 
thousands upon thousands have taken God at his word. And you see, you hear testimonies. So many people find it to be true about taking God at his word. Listen, if you're going to walk in power, you're going to have opposition. If you're going to walk in power, you're going to have trials. If you're going to walk in power, you're going to have people that get in your face. But if you walk in power, you're going to see the Lord add to the church and people saved in your life daily, constantly. Maybe not every day, but in in a consistent way. Look, even the apostles, if you look at what was their, uh, the secret of their power, they gave themselves continually to prayer and to the ministry of the word, Acts 6, 4. They prayed. They declared the word. They ministered the word. And God confirmed the word with signs following. So, steadfast prayer, constant prayer, pray continually, pray without ceasing, ask, seek, and knock, Matthew 7, 7, let's go into Matthew 6, we're going to actually go and see what time of worship real quick, then we're going to kick it in here, praise God, look, we just want to talk about the word of God here, or the glorified God, I'm going to read Matthew, it says, 6, 5, let's start there, when you pray, thou shalt not be as the hypocrites, but they love to pray, standing in the synagogues, in the corners of the streets, they see, that uh, they would be seen of men. But I say to you, they have their reward. But when you pray, enter into your closet. See, there's a secret place. There's a closet. There's a secret place of the Most High. Psalm 91 says, They that dwell in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. And when you're abiding under the shadow of the Almighty in the secret place, there's benefits that come with that. And God rewards you openly for what you do in the secret place. When you get in that place of prayer daily with God, he's waiting for you to speak with him. See, prayer is not something we do, but it's about being with Jesus. It's about being with the Lord. Beauty. It's about being with someone, not doing something, but being with someone. So what do you do? Enter into your closet, close the door. Well, now I shut the door, pray to your father, see to your father, to your father, to your father. It's intimate, it's personal, which is in secret. And your father, your father, he didn't say the father, he said your father, which sees you in secret shall reward you openly. But when you pray, do not use vain repetition, as the heathen do, but I think they shall be heard for their much speaking. Be not ye therefore like unto them, for your Father knoweth what things they, you have need of 
before you ask him. So you don't have to be crazy redundant of things to get to the point. But be specific. Be consistent, but be specific. So praise the Lord. So yeah, you know, that's what you want. You want to be consistent. But you want to be specific. All right. So don't use vain repetitions, but be intimate. God knows the things you have needs before. So look. This is how Jesus taught us to pray. Verse 9. Chapter 6, verse 9. After this manner, therefore, pray ye, our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. Lead us not into temptation. But thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. For if you forgive men their trespasses, your heavenly Father will also forgive you. But if you forgive not men their trespasses, neither will your Father forgive you your trespasses. He would get down. And 6.33 and 34 say, Seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. Take therefore no thought for tomorrow, because tomorrow shall worry about itself. Sufficient unto the day is the evil thereof. And then we already talked about Matthew 7. 7. So I'm going to pause there. We're going to go into a time of worship. This is Prayer International Radio. You can call it at 619-638-8458. Also, you can email us at prayerinternational at gmail.com or check us out on the website www.prayerinternational.org. We're going to take a break. Hey, everybody, it's praise break time. And we like praise breaks. They're just really good. If I can just figure out what we're going to play. <laughs> Hallelujah. Hey, check us out. www.prayerinternational.org. Do a country.
Apparently it dropped about five minutes ago. I don't know if it's when we hit the the song or what happened. Um, I'm going to just keep on going forward with the show and trust that God's going to work out all the details. Anyways, this is Prayer International Radio. And if you guys uh, got sound, let me know in the chat room. 
And I'm, I'm thinking, yeah, it's probably just when I put the song on, so hopefully you guys suck it out. I don't know why it's, it did that on the switchboard, so I'll have to find out what's going on there. Anyways, praise God. Uh, I'm going to do this because I want to see if it's our switchboard or not. So you guys can hear me right now. I want to see uh, if you're following everything that I'm saying. I'm going to break into another quick song, and I want to see what happens because I'm just kind of curious what's going on with our show because if we have these problems, I don't want to have this reoccurring. So we'll just try a different song.
right, praise God we're back. Um, you know, we're wrapping up the last 10 minutes of the show, and I really feel like the month of May, I'm really going to focus on prayer on my portions of the show, uh, which is usually the second hour, depending on how we do the format and stuff. But I'm really going to stress, probably try to do quite a few teachings on prayer. Um, really want to just kind of hit it home and, and get back into focus with why we have Prayer International. And I know it's something we're, we're praying for the impartation of the spirit of prayer, spirit of intercession, spirit of understanding and wisdom concerning the things of prayer. We're going to get into apostolic praying, prophetic praying, praying the Lord's Prayer, uh, hindrances to prayer, things that can help accelerate our prayer lives, breakthroughs in prayer, listening prayer, listening to God's voice, uh, visual prayer where God speaks to us in pictures and dreams and visions. We'll get into all kinds of stuff like that, um, you know, and we'll have some different people get on and, and share those kind of things as well. But no, I just want to just kind of continue to put a scriptural foundation uh, in your hearts and minds for prayer. That's why I got into Matthew 7 and Matthew 6 a little bit. But thinking about the Lord's Prayer, you know, it really comes down to you've got to just yield to God's operation in you. Whatever God's doing, whatever His work in you is, you need to just yield to it until He finishes the work. It's a process. And it's not going to happen overnight. And you're not going to arrive and, you know, you're not going to go out and start casting out devils and raising the dead you know, your first couple months in, in your Christian walk, probably, uh, maybe you will. Um, if you do, let us know and send in your testimony. Definitely want you on the show. <laughs> uh, Sharon. But, uh, no, seriously, this is, we just have to continue to yield to God, continue to seek God, continue to run after God. Until he finishes and completes the work that he starts in it. So the Lord's Prayer, so let's go with it. He says, uh, Our Father, Our Father, Our Father. Think about that, Matthew 6 9. Right there, God takes initiative to invite you to become his child. Right there, there's an invitation to salvation. Our Father. He's letting you know, hey, I'm your father, you're my child, or you can be. And he really desires to be your father. You need to think about that. He wants you to pull out your heart to him. But when you come to that place of prayer where you start acknowledging him as your father, begin to take some time to quiet yourself before him and hallow him, think about meditate on him. Take some quiet time in case he wants to reveal his will to you. I guess he wants to talk to you like a father. When you come to him as a child, think about this. When you see a baby running and falling and getting banged up, trying to learn how to walk, and he keeps running to his parents looking for affirmation or to help stand it up, you know, it's not like you're going to doubt it for falling and not being able to walk right at first. And when something crazy happens, you're going to pick that baby up and you're going to help it get back on track and clean it up and fix it up. 
So, you know, you come to the father as a feeble child, right? Beat up, bruised from the fall, weak and, and burned out because you keep falling and destitute of your strength uh, because you you realize you can't clean yourself up. Confused, whatever your situation is. And then what happens, you come to the father and he starts to speak his words of love into your life. He starts to speak his words of love over the grief for your past sins. He starts to speak his word of love over you to affirm you that he's going to work it out in your life. But you got to meditate on it. Think about your, your loving father coming to you and helping you. All right, so our Father, who art in heaven, so we need to realize he's the king of glory. You've got to abandon yourself to God to do his work in your life, to finish the work in your life. Acknowledge his rights to rule over you. Acknowledge his right to, to reign and rule and have his Authority and lordship in your life. That's what this prayer is saying. Your your will be done. Your kingdom come on earth as it is in heaven. I want it to be just as it is in heaven, Lord, here on the earth. Whatever it looks like in heaven, that's what I want it to look like wherever I'm at here on the earth. That's the prayer. Part of the prayer. Part of communion with God. Saying, Father, whatever you want it to look like, Lord, that's what we want it to look like. Whatever you say, whatever you're doing, whatever you're speaking and praying, Father, that's what we desire. It's aligning your heart, aligning your mind, aligning your kingdom with his, and letting his kingdom advance and take over yours. Letting his will advance, take over yours. Let his plan. See, his ways are higher than your ways. His thoughts are higher than your thoughts. And there's a way that seems right to a man, but the end is death. And you've got to follow God's plan for your life. But how are you going to know his will? And how are you going to know his plan if you're not asking the right questions, if you're not seeking, if you're not knocking, if you're not looking in the places of prayer, waiting on answers from God, asking him to intervene and show you the way? Look, when you're praying his kingdom come and his will be done, you want God to accomplish his will in you and through you. His will on the earth. Surrender your freedom. Surrender your will. Surrender your will to his. Give your, put yourself in his hands. Put yourself in his hands. It's a fearful thing to be in the hands of an angry, or not an angry God, but a living God. God's anger endures for a moment, but his love endures for a lifetime. But it's a fearful thing to put your hands in that living God and saying, God, I give you full control of my life. Then dispose of me. Do with me as you please, Lord.
Look, when you find out what God's will is, when you seek him and you find him, you're going to have a love for him. You're going to have a desire for him. Nothing on the inside is going to move you for what's what's from him. Speak first his kingdom and his righteousness and all these things will be added unto you. You get to a place where that's all you want. That's all you care about. That's all you think about. Because you're moved with pleasing the Father. Pleasing the Father. You don't have to frequently repeat yourself and have set forms of prayer or studied prayer, although it may be good. We're not talking about just repeating these words of the Lord's Prayer over and over, but really think about what you're saying when you take each little piece and part of it. Think about what it's doing in your life. Think about who it's revealing to you, your Father, the Holy Spirit, your your Comforter, Jesus, your Savior. Think about those words. Meditate day and night. Stay alive. Pause and think about it sometimes. Don't just use vain repetitions. Don't just rush through. But allow that spirit of prayer. Allow the heart of God. Allow your heart to connect with his heart. That's what prayer is about. Being with someone. Look, we're going to pick this up tomorrow. I'm going to try to do less music tomorrow and more teaching so we can get through this. Hopefully we won't have the error and the technicalities. But look, Prayer International Radio, we want to bless you tonight. www.prayerinternational.org. Email us, prayerinternational at gmail.com. God bless you. In Jesus' name, we pray the will of the Father be done. We pray good night, and we'll see you tomorrow. We thank you for listening and praying for us. We pray everything that your hearts desire be yours in Christ Jesus. We just thank you for listening once again. We say have a good night.